MKBHD, if I pronounce that correctly. Marcus Brownlee, yeah. Yeah. Did a, a video on the Amazon delivery truck. Yeah, I saw that. I did see that in the big warehouse, right? It's really cool. It is really cool. I want one. Isn't it, a, is it a Rid- Ridian or Ribian? Uh, yes, the brand? Ridian. Yeah. It looks cool. It does. The amount of space and the really cool sci-fi doors. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I like the back and there's no real tech in the back, but I just liked the way, aside from all the tech in here being electronically powered, they're actually taking the opportunity to rethink these vans that are made for mm. a purpose because obviously vans are made for one purpose and designed maybe 70s or whatnot and they've evolved but now they're actually evolving for specific purposes of delivery drivers you can stand up all the way yeah you've got shelving all the I way love folds how in. the doors it how the doors come up it's brilliant from press red welcome to functions this is episode seven i think uh, my name is matt blackman and I'm, as always i am joined by elay Ture. how you doing mac i'm fine excellent hello everyone it seems like we only do episodes now when is an Apple event? Because <laughs> the last one we did was also an Apple event. Yeah. That's what's important in life, right? Apple events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing else. Just Apple events. Don't tell me you don't get a little bit excited when an Apple event gets announced. Oh, I was already excited when someone, uh, when people were theorizing that one was coming out. I was just staying on social media waiting for the next one to come out. Yeah. So, yeah. But before we get to the Apple event, I also want to talk about some other stuff. Specifically, what Google has been doing. Okay, what are they doing? They've been very busy removing Google Podcasts. Oh, really? They're getting rid of Google Podcasts. By the end of this year, we won't have any Google Podcasts. So they took over Anchor. Did they? No, Spotify. Spotify. Okay, okay. I I don't use Google Podcasts, so, you know, I'm an Android person. That's fine. I'm an iPhone person. You're an iPhone person. (laughs) Uh, Google Podcast was actually a reasonably good platform Hmm. compared to, uh, I wanted to do a video on this, but it kind of sounded too boring of me comparing all of the podcast platforms I've ever used. Yeah. And the easiest way of putting it is Apple and uh, Pocket Cast are the two best platforms I would recommend. But is Google Podcasts um, just a user-facing thing? It's a user-facing thing. Right, okay. The Google Podcast was a front end that allows you to listen to podcasts and also allows you to import RSS feeds to listen to them. Uh, I think it also had a back end that allowed people to upload their own podcasts as well. Right, okay. So that's a big loss then. Yeah, and I'm very sad that it's going because I did use it for about two years. It was my main uh, podcast driver. And then I swapped to Pocket Cast and I've been very happy since. I think it's so much better. Well, that's good to hear, but I do think you made a bit of an amateur mistake. You should not trust a Google service. Google are not. They've shown over and over again. They're only in it for, they, they test, they try a lot of things, right? Yeah. And they see what sticks and they cancel pretty much everything apart from YouTube. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, they didn't technically cancel uh, Google Music. They just turned it into YouTube Music. <laughs> but um, that's exactly what's happening here as well. Yeah. So they're not getting rid of Google Podcast back backend infrastructure. They're just moving it over to YouTube. Right. Okay. Which probably hints towards uh, a combination of the the YouTube Podcast, which currently this is also set up as, yeah. and a normal RSS podcast. But they might lose some of those. If those, like the RSS feature strikes me as something that not a lot of users would be using. And I'd be surprised if they kept that, if they're trying to merge that into another platform. It annoys me when podcast platforms don't have RSS. Yeah. Because it means I can't look at the private version of this podcast. 
because for both me and you, I don't mm. know if you use it, you probably don't. Mm. Uh, we get an early access version of this once it's uploaded to make sure that it's all right. Yeah. And for uh, Spotify, that's not an option. You just can't use that. Right, yeah. Unless you want everyone else to be able to hear your private version of it. But I guess you can just test it before you upload it, Mac. What's wrong with that? (laughs) (laughs) That's the way we do it. Old school. The other thing is, have you seen what uh, Google has done to save family photos? No, but I do use Google Photos. I'm interested. They have, I'm afraid it's not going to help you because you have to have a a Pixel phone, I think. Uh, But it's, you will take a photo now and it will take, uh, I think, five photos before and it will combine them together to replace faces. Replace faces. So it picks the best out of each shot. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. I don't know how I feel about that. I hate the idea of it because what is a photo anymore? However, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. A photo is... It's turning back into a painting. So we started yeah. with paintings, right, and of people, and then they captured the artist's interpretation of what you could see. So if there was an ugly tree in the background, you could remove it. And then we got photographs, which were just... Now they've got too detailed, too raw, too exposing us too much. And now we're going back to being able to put a bit of artistic impression. But the artist is the artificial intelligence. The adverts for this has been great. Because it is, it's so creepy. Yeah. It's been on Channel 4 and stuff like that. It's just so creepy. And everyone's head kind of just snaps forwards to you. And it's just terrifying. I kind of like the sound of it, but I don't know. <laughs> the, the, the funniest part of the ad, though, is when they show the um, magic paint out thing again. Uh, they just keep showing off over and over again. Okay. Um, they show it to cheat. So one person's playing basketball and they miss the hoop <laughs> oh. and they, uh, by quite a bit. They just move themselves up. Oh, in. that's brilliant. <laughs> I love that because I do them kind of things in Photoshop anyway. I used to Photoshop myself jumping a little bit higher than what I did. Yeah, but that's the thing. <laughs> Photoshop is a pro tool, isn't it? Yeah. It's for people in the media industry. While this is going to be for absolutely everyone to uh-huh. mess around with. And that's going to make it more difficult to tell what is real and what is fake mm. i mean there's going to be slight hints like the background is going to be slightly warped or, or some metadata behind but how often do you see people check metadata i think you're giving the general consumer too much credit here i really do i don't okay so google released the magic remove magic eraser tool over a year ago yeah and i bet hardly anyone ever uses that apart from people like us well how many people have a pixel phone yeah I can, i've got it on my phone have you yeah, so it's just part of Google Photos. But I bet from all the people that have it, they don't use that. Okay, it's this us. is news to me because I have Google Photos as well. I didn't Oh, yeah, so no, they, all of those features trickle down. And that's why I'm laughing at the, the, the thing that you're talking about now because that will trickle down soon as well. Uh, the only bit I have actually liked is they added an audio editing tool. It's called the Magic Eraser for the Audio. Okay. And it allows you to paint away the audio you don't want or select the audio chat. I don't know how they do it. Yeah. That's going to save so much time with recording videos. Oh, wow. Because the amount of time that a noise plays in the background and it just overlaps. Oh, do you pay the subscription? Of course. Oh, I don't bother with that. Oh, no, I absolutely love Google Photos. It kills Apple Photos. You know, it's completely a better thing than Apple Photos. Oh, right. Okay. You can definitely tell that shadow. Yeah, it's it's not great, but it's there. Here's another thing you might not like the idea of. Uh, Well, I I don't know. Maybe. 
for um, people listening to this podcast in a different language on Spotify, they are adding redubbing. I've heard, I saw a headline about this. Yeah, so they're, they're allowing people to uh, se- uh, select the channels on their one and upload them and then it will be translated automatically if you will select those languages. I'd like to hear it. I'm guessing this is a bit of a merge of technologies. You know that um, Adobe have got the podcast enhancer voice yeah, and that basically recreates your voice and, and then enhances it. And I'm guessing this is a similar thing. So it's listening to your voice and your tonality and your inflection and then changing you into another language or is it just replacing you with like a robo voice? I don't know, but I feel like we've already seen it because in 2021 or something, maybe 2022, uh, Hideo Kojima, I'm going to mess up that name. He's a, he's a legend. Yeah. He started a podcast okay, and it was announced at the Game Awards in English and Japanese. Right. And nev- I never saw any uh, credit for who the voice actor was. So I'm right. wondering okay. if that was AI. Okay, cool. No, that's that can nobody can. Okay, there's only one small selective group that could be disappointed with that. And they are people who are working as interpreters. <laughs> They're going to be peed off with that. Yeah. But everybody else is great. It's a great tool. And the last thing I've got to talk about is literally, it has, it's not a new bit of news. I watched it and I thought it looked cool. Yeah. Um, MKB, uh, MKBHD, if I pronounce that correctly. Marcus Brownlee, yeah. Yeah. Did a, a, a video on the Amazon delivery truck. Yeah, I saw that. I did see that in the big warehouse, right? It's really cool. It is really cool. I want one. Isn't it? A, is it Rid- Ridian or Ribian? Uh, yes, the brand? Ridian. Yeah. It looks cool. It does. The amount of space and the really cool sci-fi doors. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I like the back and there's no real tech in the back, but I just liked the way, aside from all the tech in here being electronically powered, they're actually taking the opportunity to rethink these vans that are made for mm. a purpose because obviously vans are made for one purpose and designed maybe 70s or whatnot and they've evolved but now they're actually evolving for specific purposes of delivery drivers you can stand up all the way yeah you've got shelving all the way how in. The doors, it how the doors come up it's brilliant um and only a company like amazon could really build something like that on scale you know mm. for one purpose because those vans can't be reused afterwards for anything else well, I would want one. What, what, for, what for? I would turn it into a camper van. That is the best camper van ever. Maybe in 10 years, there may be a movement yeah. of that, you know, a decommissioned Sorry. Amazon camper vans. Um, no, I like the fact that, um, I like the way it worked with the phones as well, the tech mm. and how the deliveries come up on the screens. And yeah, it was cool. Brenda, so, so satisfying. Yeah. But it's the first step into getting rid of the driver. And I think people need to understand really? that as well. Yeah, You, you see sure. as that? Yeah, definitely. They've got a fleet of vans that can talk to each other. They're all equipped with 5G communication. I feel like Eventually, we're very far off from that. I know that yeah. um, recently in the UK, we've just got permission to have flying drones because it was on BBC News mm. that we're going to get uh, delivery-based Amazon drones soon. For medication? Is that the one? I don't know. I saw something about that. I, it, by the looks of it, someone ordered like a can of something, so no. Um <laughs> Okay. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like we're going to have a very messy sky soon with every because how much everyone orders at from Amazon is yeah. just going to be hectic. Oh, the crime is going to be amazing. <laughs> like, are they going to have no go zones? Because I'm telling you, there are some areas and we live in 
but maybe even in London, there's some areas where people just order things and then everyone will just rub, rub it. Yeah. They'll wait for it to come down, chuck stones at it, whatever. Are they going to have to be quite high up then? So people don't... But they need to come down, right? Yeah. And yeah. the kids, if I was a teenager right now, like a young teenager, 13, 12, 13, I, that would be my everyday fun. Let's knock some drones down and see what we can get. Yeah, I guess you would, it wouldn't be that difficult either. You'd be, is that drone struggling to move that thing? That could be an Apple device. I want it. Yeah, like you'll come into my house as a 12 year old and I'd have like these just random kitchen appliances and stuff in my bedroom because that's what I made this week. If you're enjoying this episode of Functions, you might enjoy some of the other content we produce here on Press Red, such as Screen Free, the recently relaunched film podcast, film and TV actually specifically. Uh, I'm in it and two of my uh, new co-hosts go and check it out to come find out who the new co-hosts are so what did you think of the Apple event Uh, in one word underwhelming see so it was about what I expected Mm -hmm. Uh, I I wasn't expecting anything spectacular they've already announced the Vision Pro and all that we've had all of the amazing events uh, announcements from this year yeah but I did not expect it to be the shortest event yeah. in Apple history. Yeah, well, when we talked before, you were saying it's going to be a couple of hours. In- I, I think I said uh, an hour uh, to an hour and a half, maybe. Um, just because that's the usual amount they go for. Yeah. I, and I heard people saying that it's going to be 30 minutes. It can't be 30 minutes. Yeah, And I, I was amazed that it was 30 minutes. Well, I saw, I, I think it's, is definitely a response to the industry and they're kind of quickly trying to make sure they stay ahead. And I saw MKB HD, or maybe it wasn't him, maybe it was somebody else saying that, um, is it Qualcomm have just released something or some other, maybe no, Qualcomm do the mobile chips. Yeah. Someone who does the PC chips has just released something that's going to- Intel. Gonna, it wasn't Intel, no, don't be silly. It's going to blow like the M2s out of the water basically. And they, it just got announced like two weeks ago and they're speculating that Apple are just trying to stay above water I mean they could have released this next year in February but they had to do it now just to hmm. say this I, I don't think I know about it. I have to look yeah. into that I know it's very interesting that it was the 3 nanometer uh, chip that mm-hmm. they chose to do from uh, TSMC is it TSMC mm-hmm. yep uh, definitely showing off that they can do that technology which yeah. is really cool bit of tech but is it necessary the gains are not that much I, no. th- I thought the gains would be massive going down to that I was kind of disappointed with the uh, kind of, they kind of took a lot of calls away from the base generation, it seemed to me. Yeah. From what I saw. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to double check. I haven't fully checked on the website. They've upped efficiency cores. They, yeah. And got rid of power cores, whatever yeah. they're called, yeah. I, I was laughing my head off straight from the beginning because Tim Cook, although he famously now has said, good evening which he hasn't said in a very long time. Okay, I never noticed. Um, the funny thing that he said to me is that our Macs have got very fast, <laughs> boot very fast, do all this work at a fast speed. At that current moment of time, my laptop crashed. <laughs> I was typing everything on. It crashed and it took ages to boot back Is it up. an Intel Mac? Because he would have loved that. No, I, I, it was my uh, Alienware R5. Oh, okay. Which Fair I thought was very funny because... Is just their competitor just kaput and died. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was very funny. I noticed that they they done a lot, and everyone noticed that a lot of their comparisons were to their Intel and then to their M1s. That's because they 
it looks better if they compare it to those. I know that, but I, I feel like they were talking to me. I think it was a good good job to do that because they know they had a lot of people like me who were enthusiasts and went out and bought the M1 straight away. Mm. Um, and I got the M1 Pro. And now we're looking like, why should I upgrade? And they're kind of telling us, well, you are the ones we could potentially get to upgrade. You bought that M1, you want to buy the M3. But do you? Now I send the black one. <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh, that I was amazed by that. It yeah. reminds me of the old plastic black ones. Which yes, were great. The MacBooks. Yeah, uh, two thousand eight black MacBook. I loved that. Still got that. Two thousand six in, in my loft. I think. Have you? Um, I really liked the Hello Text they had. I hadn't realised. So at the beginning they had uh, like everything jumping up towards it. It was just nice Hello Text. Oh, okay. But. Um, the really funny thing that I hadn't realized until after when basic Apple guy posted an animation, uh, the wallpaper on the IMAX said hello. It was the sections of the classic hello. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Which I thought was quite that. a cool Easter egg. And what do you think of it being so goddamn late? Well, for the IMAX. No, I mean the event. Oh, right. Yeah. I don't know what that was all about. Um, no. Nah. They don't get we okay. Let's get out of our own backslides here. It's not about us in the UK. It just it was just happened to be 12 o'clock. It was more about the time they wanted it over there. I'm not sure why, but yeah, because they wanted it to be dark. Oh, right. That okay. was uh, they wanted it to be dark because it's Halloween. Okay, okay. And I would argue you don't need it to be dark to make a Halloween thing, especially if your video is a pre recorded video. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just play it at the time that you've always played yeah them. exactly especially like the fact that i was getting all prepared to be like oh i'm gonna have to go to bed really late tonight and just, just cram out a lot of writing and it was 30 minutes long. like you could have done this so yeah, much earlier of course and they done it was quite interesting because it was pre-recorded which i don't like and i'm hoping they get back to live events soon apple but um they done the uh, testing in satellite places around America, yeah. which is yeah. quite interesting. So I know they had New York as well, where lots of online tech people were testing them out since they got released. So I wonder if they're thinking now about breaking down these big events and making smaller announcements over the years, because what really are they going to announce in the next couple of years? That's huge. They've done the Apple processors, which is just going to go up sequentially. Mm. They've got their big VR stuff, oh, AR stuff coming out. What's left? The iPhone. That's not getting any better every year. No. I think they potentially could just do smaller events and just have kind of little satellite centers where people come and test them. In my opinion, I feel like WWDC should be pre-recorded and every other event that they do should be live. Why is that? Because the other events, they're obviously not interesting to people, but for some reason, just having it live makes people really excited to go and see these events. Yeah. So I feel like to make these less exciting uh, product releases, I mean, they are, it's difficult for a company to be able to, throughout the whole of their lifespan, keep everyone excited and happy for the next device. Yeah. Because that's impossible. Yeah. But I feel like by doing a live show twice a year and then one um, WWDC right in the center that's pre-recorded mm -hmm. that gives everyone a, a good chance to be happy at what's going on they'd have to start announcing more products at WWDC I think if they were to follow that strategy I think they're doing that anyway yeah to be fair yeah that's probably where we're going to get the AR device I think mm. it, or did they say early 24 I can't remember well, they did say early they did so maybe not so like we, much. we might be like four or five months away from the yeah. Vision Pro being released, which feels insane. 
<laughs> it doesn't like, feel like anything because I'm not getting it. But there no, you go. <laughs> I know. But it feels like it's one for me. It's like looking at a concept car, going, "I'd really like to have that car," and it never releases. Yeah, yeah. So and, yeah, that's what I feel about the the Vision Pro. Speaking of cars, did you see that Apple um, have maintained they're still going to have the first cars coming out this year with um, CarPlay two? I did not see so that. So CarPlay two, you've seen it, right? Yeah. Like where it takes over all of the screens and they announced a couple of years back by the end of 2023 it's going to happen and they're still saying yeah there are car manufacturers that will be releasing cars with that by the end of this year so in the next couple of months we're going to see like Apple cars basically which I'm loving I mean that's what gets me excited now the phones the tablets the laptops they're peak I think they're all amazing I'm D- not upgrading don't you think it's though. a bit weird though no because like I associate Windows, that was loud. I associate Windows with being the software that you put on multiple different PCs. I have never thought of Apple as a, uh, a company that says, ah, you put your software on this device. On that hardware, yeah. They're always their own hardware. I think that they've softened up though, haven't they? I've got Apple TV on my LG TV. Yeah. And on my devices, because on, on iOS, you can see all of your devices that are associated and I've got things on there that are not Apple anymore. And I've kind of got used to that, I think. I guess I haven't because I was, at the last time I was using a Mac, I was still in that time. Yeah. What did you think of some of the uh, graphics and the, the transitions? Uh, it was all shot on iPhone, wasn't it? I was going to get. Gonna <laughs> Sorry, that for a I bit. did see. I saw Marquez's video. I was amazed at that moment. <laughs> okay, I, I, it was good, right? But there was the one shot of Tim in front of the two staircases, and he was kind of in the middle, the and famous shot like already, the yeah. angel wings, right? And I looked at that shot carefully. I'm watching it on my big screen, uh, whatever the highest resolution was. I was watching it on Apple TV app, and I did think it's a lovely shot, but his face, the detail, just doesn't look right. And I remember thinking, "What's going on?" And I really noticed that. I will say that the light was probably doing that camera a lot of favour. Oh, yeah, of course. But the dark shots in the background, though, as well, pretty difficult for a, a camera to do. Yeah. So it's definitely showing off the power of that iPhone. Yeah. They and I did not notice it, I'll be honest. I usually can notice when something's off in the camera. Mm. But to be fair, I was watching the live stream at 720p because my internet was bad. Exactly, yeah. But um, it looked amazing when I watched it back over and over again. But I remember the exact moment that I read that bit of text. And they, I love the fact they didn't say it. Yeah. It was just a bit of text at the end of the stream going, oh yeah, by the way. Yeah, it's nothing. <laughs> well, this was all done on an iPhone. Yeah, it's nothing. I mean, that I, I've seen some people with the iPhone 15 Pro Max um, and they're looking at the S-Log, on, oh, it's not called S-Log on theirs, but the log, log shooting yeah. on it. And it, it is a game changer. It really is. I shot some of my podcasts the other day. One of my cameras were out of commission and I shot one on my Sony 4K camera um, and one on my iPhone. And in camera, they looked kind of similar. As soon as I got back to the editing software, the iPhone fell apart. Have um, you tried the Blackmagic app? I used the Blackmagic app. You did use it? Yeah, yeah, and I changed a few settings in there, but it still it still fell apart. So I am looking forward to this, being able to shoot and log, and I do think it's going to make a huge difference to people. But then I always ask the question, you've got a 1500 quid camera, phone, you could buy a good camera. So who's it for? See, so this is funny. My dad has this debate with me of why do I use mirrorless and DSLRs? Yeah. 
when the phone is so able to film all of this footage that I would want it to. Mm. But for me personally, I like the control that I get on a, a, a professional camera. The manual Compa- controls. Uh, yeah, yeah, the manual controls, as well as the a, ability to swap lenses. I am a huge hater of the multi-camera system. What, what do you mean by multi-camera? Well, using lots of cameras. Stop sticking oh, more right. cameras Multiple on. Multiple lenses. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'd hate it. If right. I think it looks hideous. I'm probably the only person who would want Apple to release a phone with one camera. Uh, you can go back to your iPhone 8 for that. I know, but I uh, know. Okay, iPhone 8s were just bad. Yeah. And so were 6s and 7s. Yeah, of course, they were just tiding and they were taking their time, weren't they? Um, the new phones look great. Just please give me one camera. Is it just from an aesthetic point of yes. view? Okay, fair it, enough. It is not the fact the cameras are really good and mm. I can uh, appraise them for them mm. uh, for that. I just don't like the look of it. Yeah. And the only reason why I use the Nothing phone is I feel like it disguises those cameras well yeah. enough into the design. They do look good. But phone cameras just going on. If if iPhone can do that of iPhone 15, that's where the growth is going to be. I think mm. the growth is going to be, and the limitations obviously going to be sensor and lens because it's still a phone, and they're going to have to decide if they want to go for performance and thickness or not. Or maybe there's some wild breakthrough in technology and they do something amazing with lenses that we haven't seen. Personally, yet. I would really like if they released the camera. I know they talked about it. Well talked within their company about it quite a long time ago mm. and I haven't really done it since because the iPhone why would they need to make it Yeah, but there is an entirely different feel and they could put all of that technology they've put into phones yeah. into a, a full on cinematic camera you know what may happen like like it might be an Apple car situation where they decide to team up with camera makers and say look you can take this technology and let us run. yeah it is primarily the software I would want on uh because you look at any DSLR, um, I don't use cinema cameras, but I'm guessing the interfaces are pretty crap on some of them too. Even Black Magic, Black Magic, even Black Magic um, has a nice interface, but I, t- I know Apple could do better than that. Oh, that interface sucks. Yeah, I don't like how you delete footage of just delete all of it. Why is that a thing? <laughs> I know. I don't know. Actually, is that a standard in cinema cameras, or is that just me not knowing? That there's another technique. I don't think it would be standard to delete anything in camera. So it prob- probably is standard. You wouldn't Weird. do that. You would, you know, you'd have enough storage to just take everything and make a decision in the edit suite. Tell you what, talking of cinema cameras, have you seen uh, photos of the phone in the rigs and stuff? No, but it's I'm sure it's so huge. funny. Yeah. It's like... They, they've got the whole cinema rig. They, they have this whole pod thing around it. It's so funny. And yeah. then it's just a tiny phone in the middle with its screen being mirrored somewhere else. And now they can attach storage to it and all sorts, can't they? So uh, I like the shot of um, Tim Cook where they've got all these lights and you're looking like, where is the camera? Yeah. They have lights directly where the camera is and the camera looks to be like directly in the middle of the lights. It's so small. It's great. I find it's so funny. The miniaturization of good cameras could be amazing for film. If they can get, you know, to that level, things like, you know, mirror shots that are notoriously hard and require a lot of post-production, things like that could be quite achievable with smaller devices. Mm. So Apple launched the M3, the M3 Pro, and the M3 Max. Mm. And you called it. 
you said in like, I think the last episode or a couple episodes ago that um, they would have these releases. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most of all, you called the fact that Vision Pro will be uh, released after the M3s. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think we will get the M3 in the Vision or will it be the M2? Now, I think, um, and I, I said this before, I think the Vision Pro won't, won't launch with an M2. However, now I'm thinking, I remember Apple doing this before with the iPads. They released, I think it was the iPad 2 um, with like an A, well, like the old A. No, it's the iPad 3 had the old processor in it. And then they re-released or they released another version of it five months later with the new processor. Didn't announce it, but just kind of changed it and upgraded it mid-cycle. Like they do now with the uh, iPhone colors. Yes. And I can imagine them doing that. So they get all of the enthusiasts on board. They get rid of the stock they've had for a couple of years, you know, building or whatnot. That tech goes out. See if it's a success. Make a small change with the M3. So you don't I could think see that. They'll just launch the Vision with the M2 and then the Vision Pro with the M3. I also don't think this. Here's what they would do. You're right. Here's what they would do. They'd they'd launch the Vision Pro with the M2. Then next year, they'd launch the Vision Pro with the M4 or the M3, but the Vision with the M2 because they they like to trickle down, don't they? Mm. But yeah, you've got something there, the Vision, if that's what they call it, the Vision Intro. Yeah, the Vision does seem like a bit of a weird name for it. Vision Pro... Sounds all right now. I've now got used to the name. I didn't like it initially, but the vision. Vision first. Oh, God. <laughs> you can check out Eli's work on his socials, which is his Instagram, just his name, right? Yeah, so that's Instagram forward slash Eli Ture, E-L-I-T-U-R-A-Y. See you over there. Or on his podcast, Where the Keys At. To follow me, I am at MacBlair on MastonApp.uk. This episode was episode... What? Seven. This episode was episode. I meant to say this episode is was edited by Jonas Dixon and co-edited by me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Functions and we'll see you in the next one.